You're listening to The Leadership Pod, episode 15, The Science of Confident Body Language and Leadership. Welcome to The Leadership Pod, the go-to podcast for ambitious emerging leaders. I'm Kara Ronan, leadership expert and your guide to help you build your brand, visibility and influence so you can unlock your leadership potential. Enjoy this episode. Welcome back to the Leadership Pod. I am really excited about today's episode. I have so many notes uh, that I've prepared for this episode so I can make sure that I give you all the important information that you need to know to improve your body language and your confidence as a leader. In fact, I have so many notes for this episode. It's actually turned into two podcast episodes. So this week I'll be focusing on the science of confident body language and leadership. And next week, uh, that episode will be focused on how you can project more confidence in the workplace. So in that episode, I'll be getting into more tips and strategies that you can use around your body language and gestures that you can use in the workplace to project more confidence. Uh, But getting back to this episode, so this episode in particular, I focus a lot on uh, research and on studies that have been performed around body language. So For some of you who are more interested in the tips and techniques, well, this episode may be a little dry. Personally, I don't think so. I believe that any practical application that we use in leadership, it needs to be based on research and you can learn a lot from research and from studies to improve in your leadership development. So yeah, today's episode is going to be based on uh, some science and a study that I found that you probably know about, you've no doubt heard about before, but I'm going to go into it in more detail. This podcast is for intelligent leaders. I want to bring you intelligent content. It's for high achieving leaders. So if that sounds like you, then you will definitely enjoy this episode and get a lot from it. Personally, I am obsessed with topics around body language, around confidence, and the relationship between those two, around between body language and confidence as well. It's something I've written a lot of blog posts about. Uh, one of my popular YouTube videos, actually my most popular YouTube video is on this topic, and it has 18 thousand views on my YouTube channel, which is amazing. It's the best uh, video, best performing video I have on my channel. So it's something that I always seem to cover in my video courses and in my workshops as well. Uh, when I run those in-person workshops, I find that a lot of people are asking, you know, how can you be more confident if they're in a stressful situation? How can they project more confidence at work? So it is a very, very common topic that many emerging leaders want to know about. There's a reason for that. Nonverbal communication is incredibly important in our overall communication, but a lot of people forget about it. They don't think about what their nonverbal communication says, what their body language is doing when they're in conversations. It happens so subconsciously and so automatically. So it's not surprising that a lot of people forget about it or don't even think about it. You know, if I were to ask you right now, as you're listening to this podcast episode, What are your feet doing 
right? You probably had no idea that you were maybe shaking your foot, you were tapping your foot on the floor, or perhaps you had your foot wrapped around your opposite calf as you were sitting listening to this episode. It is totally normal that we don't know what our body language, what our legs and arms are doing most of the time. For me, I've naturally been tuned into reading people's body language from a young age. It's something that I've just had a natural tendency for and a, a, a very uh, good interest in as well. I would often study people's body gestures and facial expressions to detect their mood, to try and understand what they thought of me. Did they like me? Did they approve of me? Uh, it was really to read, you know, what the other person was feeling and thinking at that time. So I learned when I was young, that even if I didn't feel confident in situations, I could fake it and I could make myself look confident by making slight changes to my body language. And that's what I want to focus on in this episode. I want to bring that information and bring that research and intelligence to you so you can incorporate that in your working life as well. And so you can start to project more confidence and feel more confident as well. So we're going to be talking about a famous study, as I mentioned, around body language and confidence. I'll get to that in a moment. And we'll also be talking about what this means for you as a leader. So I'll be, rela I'll be relating what we talk about in that study back to leadership and how this impacts you. So let's get into the study. And the study I want to talk about, it was conducted in 2010 by three professors from Columbia University and Harvard University. Those three professors were Dana Carney, Amy Cuddy, and Andy Yap. So this is a very famous study. As I said, you have probably heard of it, no doubt read articles around it. It's known as the Power Pose Study. If you've seen articles of uh, Amy Cuddy, she's the most famous person uh, re in relation to this study. If you've seen articles for the Wonder Woman pose, you have read or been exposed to the findings or the content of this study. And Amy Cuddy, as I mentioned, is the most famous uh, professor who participated in this study, uh, who wrote this study, sorry, and she did a TED Talk in 2012. Uh, once this study gained a bit of traction in the media, she did a TED Talk, which attracted over 57 million views. So that's 57 million views at the time of this recording. Uh, so who knows what it's going to be in a year, a couple of years from now. But a lot of people don't realize that for this study, there were three professors involved. So Amy Cuddy was not the only person. She is the most famous or the most well-known person in relation to the study, but there were two other people involved in the study. So what is the goal of the power pose study? Well, the goal of this study was to test whether high power poses as opposed to low power poses actually produce power actually make people feel more confident. So let's get to talking about what are high power poses first. Well, think of expansive open body language gestures. Say you were in an important business meeting, you know, imagine somebody putting their feet on the table, somebody leaning back in their chair with their hands clasped behind their head. This would be a high power pose or a very high power pose in a business setting. Animals also use high power poses. That's why we as humans do, because we have that animal instinct. It's ingrained in us. Think of gorillas when they puff their chest to appear bigger 
or peacocks, when they fan out their tail feathers also to appear bigger and to appear more powerful. So many animals use these, these, these gestures to appear more powerful uh, with their body language. The interesting thing is studies have shown that people who use high power poses generally have increased levels of testosterone, which is known as the dominance hormone. They have decreased levels of cortisol, which is the stress hormone, and they have profiles that are linked to disease resistance and leadership ability. So that's why I'm bringing this study into this podcast because it's about leadership. So that is the first trigger for you that high power poses are beneficial in leadership. So let me get back to the study. Now, We've talked a little about high power poses, so expansive open body language gestures. Now, what are low power poses? Well, obviously the opposite of high power poses. So think of slouching, think of folding your arms, think of looking toward the ground, taking up as little space as possible to make yourself as invisible as possible. These are gestures that you have no doubt used from time to time, when you're feeling scared, when you're feeling insecure, uh, when you are feeling daunted or a little bit out of your comfort zone. You may naturally adopt these body language gestures uh, to make yourself feel more secure, okay? So these are low power poses. So what what is, let's get back to what this study is about. So this study was to test whether high power poses as opposed to low power poses could actually produce power. Now, how did they go about conducting this study? They got together 42 participants and they randomly assigned those participants to either high power poses or low power poses. Okay, so they had two groups of people. And The participants' bodies were posed by an experimenter, so they didn't do the gestures themselves. An experimenter came in and actually moved their their legs and their arms into a specific position. And they were posed into these either high power poses or low power poses by the experimenter. And each person had to hold two poses for one minute each. So if you had somebody in the high power pose group, they had to hold two different high power poses for one minute each. Uh, For people in the low power pose group, they had to hold two poses for one minute each. So two minutes in total. Now, after they held these poses, the people who conducted the study, they did two things. They did a risk-taking measurement with a gambling task And then they measured their levels of testosterone and cortisol through a saliva sample. So those are the two things that were done after the actual power poses, high power poses or low power poses. Now, what did they find? So this is the interesting part. They found four interesting things as a result of this study. First, they found that high power poses caused an increase in testosterone compared to low power poses, okay? That was the first thing. The second thing they found is the high power poses caused a decrease in cortisol. Remember, cortisol is a stress hormone compared to low power poses. And number three, they found that high power poses were more likely to focus on rewards. And the fourth thing they found is that high power poses felt more powerful and in charge. 
Okay, so in charge, that is what leaders want to feel. Powerful, confident, that is what leaders want to feel. Okay, so concluding this study by simply, what they found is by simply adopting high power poses for two minutes, it can cause psychological, physiological, and behavioral changes in you, like increasing your levels of testosterone, which is the dominance hormone, reducing your levels of cortisol, which is a stress hormone, increasing your your risk tolerance and your feelings of power as well. Okay, so that is what this study found. Now, how does this relate to leadership, you might be asking yourself? Well, I said at the beginning of this episode that studies have shown people who use high power poses generally have increased levels of testosterone, decreased levels of cortisol, and profiles that are linked to leadership abilities, okay? So leaders need to be confident. Leaders need to feel and project power. This is the number one issue that many emerging leaders come to me with wanting to create. It's normal that people want to feel more powerful, you know, especially when you have started an entry-level position, you've just become a leader, you're new in the leadership position, it might be a little daunting for you, everything is new. So it's normal that confidence and power are things that people want to learn how to, to create or at least project to other people. So think of when you are going for a promotion, a pay rise, or a better job. Those those things aren't given to people who are invisible. They're not given to people who lack in confidence. They're not given to people who don't know how to project power when they need to. Note that I said when they need to because... As a leader, you do not always need to project power. It's something that you need to be able to tap into when you need to. But for example, if you were having a conversation with a team member who was a little upset, she was a bit distraught going through a difficult time, you wouldn't need to or want to use powerful body language in that situation. You'd want to show empathy. Uh, and maybe that's something that I'll get into in another podcast episode because it is a very important part of leadership. But As a leader, you need to be able to tap into confidence when you need to. So as I mentioned for promotions, if you're going for a promotion, if you are having a job interview, if you were doing a presentation to a board member or a group of clients, you know, you need to feel and you need to protect confidence during those times. So confidence is very, very important for leaders. You need to have both that internal confidence within yourself, you know, self-assurance, self-confidence, but you also need to have external confidence. And the key for this is, the reason for this is because you need to be able to convince other people of your ability. When you are confident as a leader, it is much easier to get people, your team, other colleagues, it's much easier to get them to trust you and to believe in you and to follow you. If you lack in confidence, they're going to question whether you are a good fit for the job, whether you can do it, whether you can handle it, whether they should follow you or not. So confidence is a critical element in leadership if you want your team and other colleagues or your employees to believe in you, to trust you and to follow you. But the thing is, confidence isn't around all the time. You know, confidence can be tested, especially when you're facing a difficult or a stressful situation. And I'm sure you can relate to this. Think back to, say, 
a conversation, a difficult conversation you may have had to have with an employee or perhaps even a job interview or even a public presentation. Those things stress people out. They're stressful and they're difficult. And it's in those times when your confidence is tested. So when your confidence is being tested in those moments, what do you do? How do you make sure that you still project confidence even if you might not be feeling it inside? So this is where the study that I talked about comes in handy and I want you to apply what you learn in the Power Pose study to help yourself feel confident and powerful when you need to. So whenever you're facing a high pressure situation, a stressful situation, okay, where you need to display confidence and you need to feel confident, here is what I want you to do. I want you to hold a high power pose for two minutes just before the situation. So just before the job interview, just before the presentation, uh, just before the stressful, difficult meeting. And what I generally recommend people to do, and this is what I, I tell people to do in my workshop when I talk about this study, I say, well, go to the bathroom before the job interview, before the presentation, and hold those high power poses for two minutes. Do it on your own in private. Okay, so I work with a lot of lawyers who go to court and they have used this before they've had to appear in court and it's actually worked for them and helped them to present their case in a more confident way. And another tip that I read about, which is a study that Amy Cuddy actually continued on with, she actually found that if you lay in bed, before you wake up, you're just laying in bed before you get up. If you lay in bed in the star position, so taking up as much space as possible, again, using those expansive body uh, gestures. If you lay in bed in the star position before you get up, then you start off your day in a more confident and a more powerful way. And you feel more confident and powerful too. So... That is the Power Pose study and that, that is the impact that it can have on you as a leader and your leadership ability. And as I mentioned, a lot of my clients that I work with, it's something that they need to tap into from time to time. You know, it's, it's not something that comes naturally to everybody. And especially if you're facing a difficult situation, you can lose that confidence. And sometimes you just need to get it back so you can get through that situation, win that job interview, win that promotion, get that pay rise, whatever it may be. So definitely try these poses because I truly believe that they will work for you. A lot of the people I've worked with and I shared this with in my workshops, they've come back to me and said, wow, it is so effective. I did this before my court appearance when I went into court and I had to uh, argue this difficult case and it worked. So this the research proves that it works. You know, this study that Amy Cuddy and the two other professors did, it proves that it works. That's what they found through their, their findings. I have had experience with this myself, with my clients, and I have even used these high power poses myself, and they do work. I can assure you they do work. Now, one thing that I did not mention in this podcast is, you know, an example of a high power pose. It's a little difficult to do only audio, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to link to the actual study for you in the show notes. And in the study, uh, they have two images. They have two pictures of one person with the high power poses and one person doing the low power poses. And the high power poses, what that person is, the position that person is in is they are standing 
at a table. They have both hands on the table and one leg in front of the other. So I'm going to, it's a bit difficult to explain via audio, but I'm going to link to that study in the show notes. And it has those two images of what they mean by high power poses and low power poses. So you can get an idea of what I'm talking about. But as I mentioned in next week's episode, I'm going to go through some practical tips uh, and body language gestures that you can use to project more power and to project more confidence and really dig into and tap into those high power poses when you need to. So I'll link to all of that in the show notes. Well, today's episode was really about research and theory behind power posing. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Let me know in the comments or let me know uh, by email or by a message via social media or even a review of the podcast. Let me know if you liked this episode. Did you enjoy that I shared this study with you? Did you find it interesting and how I linked it back to leadership? And one thing that I want to mention to you, which is related to what we talked about in this podcast episode, is my video course on powerful, confident body language. So this course runs for one hour and its focus is on body language gestures that you can use to project more confidence and to also trigger that confident internal feeling inside as well. So I'm going to link to that video course in the show notes because I think it's really relevant for this episode uh, and it will definitely help you understand in business situations, how can you project that confidence? How can you use powerful, confident body language gestures in business? Okay. So, well, that is all for me. For this episode, we have talked about a lot of content in this episode. Now, if you want to learn more about this topic or about the other topics I talk about, remember I have my YouTube channel. So head over over, over to the YouTube channel and get more advice. Uh, which can help you in between these podcast episodes that I release every week. Connect with me on LinkedIn. I'd be very happy to connect with you and interact with you on LinkedIn. And I do share a lot of content over there as well. Until then, don't forget to share this podcast with your colleagues and friends on social media. Help them out too if body language or projecting confidence is an issue that they have difficulty with as well. And have an amazing week. I will talk to you again very soon. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Leadership Pod. Thank you so much for listening. If you did find some useful tips in this episode, then please leave your review on iTunes or on your favorite podcast platform. And don't forget to share this episode with your colleagues. Remember, they might benefit from these insights too. And I would love to hear from you via my website or social media. You can leave a note at executive-impressions.com or find me on LinkedIn, Facebook, or Instagram. The links are on my website. Take care and thanks again for listening.